Hello and welcome to North of Shy, the Baird Warner North Shore podcast. I'm Ian Robinson, the Glenbrook Manager here with Dean, a listener from Highland Park. Hi, everybody. And today we're going to talk about new agents getting in the business and how to help new agents be successful, especially now that the license law has changed and we have some people that are very young getting in the business now because they couldn't before, but they can now. So Dina, I know you met with a, a possible recruit the other day that was 19 years old. Correct. And you have some thoughts after meeting with that person. Yes, it was. Uh, I absolutely loved hearing his energy and his excitement for uh, getting into the business. It was very inspiring to me. And as we were talking, I was thinking about how can I help him to be successful as a 19-year-old in a very, you know, uh, very much shifting um, business in general, but of course, of course, a shifting economy as well. And I met with uh, a new agent actually yesterday and one last week too that were that were quite young, and the same questions came up from them like, well, you know, I, I'm reading the news and stuff. The market's changing. Is this is this a good time to get started? And you know, my opinion, it's actually a better time to get started when things are are looking like they're going to be a little bit tough for a while, because when things are tough, you have to learn your job really, really well. When the market was a little bit easier, agents should have learned a lot of things and they should have been focused on certain things, but they could get away with kind of doing, you know, a halfway job on that. And uh, and if you go, if you start this business and you kind of cut your teeth in the business when things are a little ch more challenging, you learn to deal with unique situations, difficult situations that help you be super successful when the market picks up and to be successful even when the, you go through kind of the downturns a little bit in the market. So it's actually a pretty good time for the new agents. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that I think is really important for people just getting in the business that are very young to think about is even when I started in the business, you know, 20 some years ago now, I was 30 years old. And the average agent in our business is typically in their 50s, right? So even at 30, people went, oh, you're so young, you know, and everything. So the way I approached it at that point is exactly the way I recommend even younger agents approach it is I came in every day. I wore a suit. When I went to meet with clients, I always wore a suit. I treated everything super professionally and I made sure that I learned everything I possibly could. I took every training thing. I started getting professional designations because to combat people having that impression that you're young, do you really know what you're doing? You need to be kind of the uber professional for them and show them that that you are a valid choice for them to use and, and it will work. But if, if you come in and you're not really that serious about it, somebody that's maybe 40 could get away with that because of their age and the perception. But for the younger people, you got to be really super serious and professional in the way you approach things. Absolutely. Could not agree more. And I also think as, as a 19 year old um, who, more than likely, your friends are probably not buying condos or houses at this point. But there is a tremendous opportunity to assist, even if it's in rentals or, um, you know, maybe even getting in touch with people's parents, people that you grew up with and, and establishing yourself at 19. By the time that your friends do get to an age where they are buying condos and or houses, they're looking at you as somebody who's been in the business for a, for a while and they will see you as a professional. They'll see you as somebody who knows um, the industry and as somebody that they trust. And I think that that is invaluable. You would be, 
you know, because there are, as Ian said, a lot of agents that are our age or older than us, um, having a young face and a handle on technology and a handle on the market by the time that your friends are moving into homes in mass, you will be, um, you will be their trusted authority. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's important to not turn your nose up at rentals too, because rental clients, especially as a newer agent, when you have a rental client, typically rental clients are going to be in that rental for a year, maybe a couple years. And then they're either going to want a larger rental or they're going to want to buy something. And more and more we're seeing people buy, especially, you know, in the demographic we're talking about right now, which would be say 19 to 30 years old, single females is the largest growing homeowner demographic right now in that age group. So younger singer, single females. So, you know, if you have some female friends, you know, if you're even 19, just getting in this business and you have some female friends, they may already be thinking about buying a place where historically you think, oh, well, you're going to rent for a number of years. And then maybe if you get married, you buy a place, that kind of thing. That's not the way it is anymore. The younger single females are, are really growing a buyer de- demographic um, and single males will too, but it's a little bit later when they start to do that. But you definitely have people in your database you can get some business from and those renters will turn into buyers in a year, two years, three years. And once you've sold them one thing, then, you know, five, six, seven years later, when they're ready to move up to the next thing, you'll be able to represent them too. And as Dina said, all of your friends' parents, uh, your teachers from school, um, your friends' uh, cousins and Mm -hmm. aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters and all of their friends that are not your friends, those are all potential referrals for you too, if you set things up right. Absolutely. And if you are focusing on rentals, which is how we all start in this business, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to have a place to go and um, focusing on that and then continuing to focus your uh, social media or wherever you're putting yourself out there and reminding people you're paying $2,500 a month in rent or $2,000 a month in rent. That's $24,000 at the end of the year that could have gone towards your mortgage rather than a landlord's mortgage. And I think that as people are paying their rent out each month, they start to think, oh, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to see any of this money. So there is so much potential there from a marketing standpoint as well. Um, as a new agent, my advice is take whatever you can get, see whatever you can get, put whatever you can out there, because the truth is, you know, People need to see that you're out there and you're working. Absolutely. And the other agents in your office need to see you coming in the office too. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously with COVID, there's been fewer people coming in the offices of late, um, but I'm sure we'll return to more normal as, as we get out of the situation. But it's important for you as a new agent to be around your office and interact with the top agents because you will learn things just from them talking. Um, sometimes in our office, the top agent will hear a new agent asking questions somewhere in the office and they will stop and give them some advice on a situation. It's invaluable to get that kind of advice. And then the other thing is by being around the office, you can take floor time to take calls or walk-ins that come in. And you can also be around when an agent has a new listing and they need somebody to sit in an open house. If you know them and you're sitting in the office, they won't even bother emailing out to the whole office. They'll just say to you, hey, you know, would you like to do my open house this weekend? You can build those relationships. Absolutely. And, and, and a value add too, as, as a new agent to an experienced agent is nice. Can I, what can I help you with? Do you need any help with getting this listing up and going? Uh, and that's a great way to learn. I, I was talking to an agent in my office yesterday, who's 
Uh, she's actually in her 70s and she's been in this business a, a very long time. And she was talking about how the invaluable um, learning experiences she had just listening to other agents on the phone mm -hmm. and how they speak to clients. And it really taught her a lot about uh, how to speak and how to get into the business and, and, and how to talk to people when she did finally have some transactions or how to speak to people. So really, um, as Ian said, spending time in the office is very important in getting to know your other agents because while this is a business it's it's kind of funny we we compete against one another yet we also support one another so it's very unique in that respect absolutely and in fact in my office right now one of my agents uh is currently currently is a agent that i learned a lot from when i first started we were in the same office when i first started in the business and he gave me a lot of advice and just, you know, our desks were near each other and I would hear him talking and I would ask him questions and he would give me advice. And sometimes he'd hear me doing something and say, hey, try this or do this. And he helped me get to where I am today and even to be the manager that I am today. Um, so having him in the office is a good reminder of exactly how important those experienced agents can be for the newer agents out there. I love that. Yeah. Um, so in addition to what we've already talked about for new agents, it's really important that you consider budgeting and your finances. Very. Uh, most new agents don't really take into consideration when they start getting checks that they're going to have to pay their own taxes at most brokerages. You know, there's very few brokerages where the agents are employees and typically there they're getting a much smaller portion of the commission. Um, so if you're at, like most brokerages where you're an independent contractor, you're going to have to pay that tax bill. So you want to have a tax savings plan here at Baird and Warner. We have a system where we can actually have deductions taken for you to have a tax savings plan. Uh, if your brokerage has that, take advantage of that. If they don't, you, you need to figure out how to do that on yourself. But you don't want to get stuck with a large tax bill, you know, at tax time every year. And then you create a vicious cycle that you need to come up with that money. And then you don't have the money to make quarterly payments the next year. Um, so, and again, the make your, uh, save for your taxes and make your quarterly payments. You'll be in good shape with that. And even though you may be quite young, start saving for your retirement and other things you're going to want in your life, you know, buying up, buying a home, buying cars, you know, having a family, all those things. So make sure you're just not spending it. Absolutely. And, and worth noting, should you choose not to pay your taxes, that will definitely be an issue when it comes time to, um, renew your license having having the the um your taxes unpaid is a is a big problem with licensing so yeah you need to be current on all that every time the renewal comes up and the renewals are typically pretty near tax time so, correct so you got to make sure that you're, you're paying that um too, way too many agents end up with extensions and then they're trying to take care of their taxes during the spring market when it is just crazy busy mm-hmm um, so at Baird and Warner, another great thing that we have here for new agents is we have our balance program, which provides basically a team in the box. So many new agents will take advantage of those tools to help them with contract care, listing launch, all those things. But, but the one I want to mention right now is our broker support team, because as new, new agents, it's good to get some learning experience, but make a little bit of money at the same time. And our broker support team allows you to easily accept opportunities to do work for other agents on an on-demand basis and get paid a fee to do that. So it gives you some, some gas money, some grocery money, some spending money to pay your bills. And at the same time, you learn a little bit more about how to do these things. And to be on that team, besides our basic new agent training, we have additional training that people on that team get. So you get more training 
and you uh, kind of have some on the job learning as well. So you can make a little bit of money. And it's, it's something that is uh, professionally uh, created by Baird and Warner. So it's not, it, it allows you to feel very secure and accepting these opportunities. It's really nice. Absolutely. And the, the company pays you, the other agent pays through the company. So it's all set up very efficiently. And if you're not at Baird and Warner and you do work for another agent, remember that it is illegal for you to accept payment directly from that agent. You can only accept payment from the brokerage. So that agent has to do that. And uh, additionally, beyond that, uh, as far as the rules, sometimes we see an agent at one brokerage take a newer agent at another brokerage and say, well, do this for me on the side and I'll pay you money. That is completely illegal because in Illinois, you're only allowed to do work for one sponsoring brokerage. So make sure you don't get yourself into that type of situation. And that's why we're here as managing yeah. brokers. So if there's ever a question or you're not sure how to handle something, um, as we've mentioned in a previous episode, we are dedicated to our specific office that we work in. So um, while all the managing brokers are available for all of the agents, we are there for you. So if you do have questions or you're not sure if something is okay, um, we're, we're always around to answer for you. Yeah. And again, I'm Ian Robinson, the Glenbrook manager. If you want to, if you're a newer agent or someone thinking about getting in the business, or maybe somebody that started another brokerage and it's not going so well, feel free to give me a call at the office, 847-724-1855. And Dina, what's your office number? My office phone number is 847-432-0500. And I am the designated managing broker of the Highland Park office. Awesome. So thank you all for listening to the North Shire podcast. We will see you next time.